You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is presented by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. We do not have a game to break down and recap today as the Tennessee Titans, of course, played last Thursday night. So it's a good opportunity to let you guys steer the show. I opened up the mailbag for today's show, asked you guys on Twitter over the weekend at Tic Tac Titans to send me in some of your guys' questions. We don't have a lot of time to do a mailbag during the season as we do in the offseason, so it's a good opportunity to let you guys steer the show. So that resulted in a mailbag, and a lot of you guys asked me in that mailbag what the playoff picture looks like now halfway through the season for the Titans. So we are going to start off this fan-driven, this fan-made Monday taking a look at the playoff picture as it currently sits after another weekend of football in the Titans are in a precarious situation and need to stack up some W's going forward. So we'll chart out where everyone sits right now in the AFC, and then we will jump into that mailbag and answer some of those other questions that you guys had for me. Everything from Titans-related stuff to the NFL to music to movies, everything in between, and then we will cap off this fan-made Monday taking a look at some of the reviews that you guys have put in. I say all the time, if you give me a review on iTunes, especially those five-star reviews, I'll make sure to read that review and shout you guys out on the podcast and we're so busy during the season so it feels like a good opportunity to fulfill that promise to you guys and everybody who took the time to give us a review but going forward throughout the week we have some excellent content coming up as well tomorrow of course will be Tic Tac Tuesday with our Tic Tac 4 pack taking a look at the four most impactful plays from the game against the Colts Wednesday will be Rewatch Wednesday taking a look at all of my additional analysis from rewatching the coaches tape and I've had way more opportunities than I normally would, so a lot of good information coming on Wednesday there. Thursday will be our crossover Thursday conversation with Kevin Ostriker from Locked On Ravens, so you won't want to miss the beginning of this week's preparation for that crucial game coming up for the Titans and Friday, of course, a game preview football Friday, giving you the keys to the game, players to watch, fantasy, injuries, gambling, and much more. So make sure that you subscribe to the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. But it is a fan-made Monday. You guys are driving the show. Going to take a look at the playoff picture as it sits right now in the AFC, answer some questions from you guys in the mailbag, and then shout you guys out in those reviews that you have dropped on Apple iTunes. Let's get it. Things can change very quickly in the NFL as the Tennessee Titans have learned not only over the last month, but in the course of the last 
three days. The Titans started this weekend of football on Thursday night with the lead in the AFC South set to have a home playoff game. They leave the weekend tied for the last wild card spot in the conference with two other teams. So a precipitous drop for the Titans in the standings over the weekend of football in the AFC. Let's take a look at where they sit right now and the upcoming schedule of the teams to watch in the conference for the Titans. Well, the Titans, first off, are the number one team that we need to watch here. They sit at 6-3, and three, have a critical game coming up in Baltimore against the Ravens next week, and then they will have a rematch against the Colts, which will likely be the most important game of their season and will be in Indianapolis. Then there is a game at home against the Cleveland Browns, who are a team to watch as one of the top wildcard contenders in the AFC. Then a game at Jacksonville against the lowly Jacksonville Jaguars. Then a game at home against the Detroit Lions that the Titans will need to win. Then a difficult game on the road in Week 16 at the Green Bay Packers, finishing off the year at Houston as well. So although Houston is having a down year, that will be a difficult match against a division rival. So a very difficult road for the Titans to finish out the season, and they will have three of their primary competitors for playoff positions ahead of them in the next three weeks. Now, the Titans have a 4-3 and three conference record. They are 2-1 and one in the division. Those are important things to watch going forward as they are critical tiebreakers for playoff positioning. Then the Indianapolis Colts, so they play the Green Bay Packers next. The Titans have to hope that they lose that game. Then the rematch against Tennessee. Then at Houston, at the Las Vegas Raiders, who are a playoff contender right now, at home against the Houston Texans, in Pittsburgh against the Steelers, which is a game the Titans are hoping the Colts will lose, and then finishing the year at home against Jacksonville. That's a likely win for the Colts. Then the Titans' next opponent, the Baltimore Ravens, who also sit at 6-3 and three after a loss on Sunday night football to the New England Patriots, 23-17. to 17. Of course, the matchup against Tennessee this week. Then at Pittsburgh, that's a tough game. Then at home for the Dallas Cowboys, that's a likely win. On the road against the Browns, that'll be a tough matchup. At home for the Jaguars, that should not be difficult. At home for the Giants, that should be easy. And then on the road at Cincinnati, so an easy end of the schedule for Baltimore. Looks like they have a great shot to make the playoffs. The Cleveland Browns, the other AFC North contender, they play Philadelphia at home next week, then on the road for Jacksonville, then a trip to Nashville against the Titans, then at home for the Ravens, on the road for the Giants, at home versus the Jets, finishing off the season with Pittsburgh at home. There's some tough games and some easy games mixed in there for the Browns. The Oakland Raiders sit at 6-3 after a 37-12 victory over the Denver Broncos. They play Kansas City at home next on the road to Atlanta, on the road to the Jets, at home for the Colts, at home for the Chargers, at home for the Dolphins, and on the road for the Broncos. The Raiders have a great shot to make the playoffs. And then the Miami Dolphins, who are also 6-3 after a 20 to 21 victory over the Chargers. They are at the Broncos, at the Jets, home for the Bengals. That looks like three wins for the Dolphins. Then home for Kansas City, home for New England, 
at the Raiders and at Buffalo to finish the season. That's a tough last four games for the Dolphins. Looking up at the top of the conference, Pittsburgh remains undefeated at 9-0 with a 36-10 victory over the Bengals. Kansas City sits at 8-1, looking good on the season. And Buffalo sits at 7-3, looking to take the AFC East. Which brings us to the wild card and the primary tiebreaker is your conference record. So that means that the number one wild card team is the Oakland Raiders, who have a four and two conference record. Then the Miami Dolphins, who have a three and two conference record. Then a three way tie between the Browns, Ravens, and Titans, who all have a four and three conference record. So just to make sure you're paying attention, the Titans have four straight AFC games ahead on their schedule. So the next four games will likely decide the Tennessee Titans season as all of the important tiebreakers will be decided in the next few weeks. So something big ahead for the Titans, whether they realize it or not, most of their destiny will be decided in the next month of games. But with that in mind, let's Let's continue this fan-made Monday and jump into a Monday mailbag. Let's open up the mailbag and answer some of your guys' questions. And we are going to start out with a question from Chad Haynes. And he asked, on a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you? And I guess it depends on what the question is. Concerned about what? Concerned about the Titans winning a Super Bowl? I'd say I'm probably at an 8 out of 10. I'm, I'm starting to get concerned if the Titans have that ability with what they have on the roster and what they have on the coaching staff. Concerned that the Titans can make the playoffs? Uh, I would still be at, you know, a 3 out of 10 on something like that. I don't see this team dropping out of the playoffs, but it is a possibility, which obviously we talked about in the last segment to start off our show. So I would say a 3 out of 10 in terms of the playoff scenario. I would say an 8 out of 10 in terms of whether or not it's going to be a Super Bowl season for the Titans. The next question comes from Tony, uh, 209TN on Twitter. He said, how in the hell do you stay so positive during all the episodes. Got to give you props, man. Well, uh, I think that a lot of the times the answer is going to be not too far down or too far up. It's always going to be in the middle. Things aren't as bleak as they seem or as great as they seem. The NFL is a long, long season. And as we saw just last year, things can change pretty rapidly and a team can go on a run pretty quickly. So that's how I tend to stay positive. I would tell you, though, my initial thoughts are not always so positive. takes me a second to calm down from uh, all the hot takes going through my mind right after games end sometimes. Next question is from Tim Bass. He says, now that the defense is playing better, why is the offense losing a step? How can we get back on track? Well, I, I've talked a little bit about it. I'm going to go over it more in our rewatch Wednesday, some of the schematic stuff that I'm noticing now for the last month worth of games. But it's a combination of 
Ryan Tannehill being a little inaccurate, and he's probably having the pressure get to him. Losing Taylor Lewan has caused that pressure to go up, so maybe Tannehill feels a little bit less comfortable. Uh, the Titans also lost Adam Humphreys, who is one of their better guys at getting open quickly against man coverage. Titans don't have a lot of guys who are great at beating man coverage, so teams are playing man, they're bringing pressure, and Ryan Tannehill is not as accurate as he was you know, at the beginning of the season, so a combination of a bunch of factors. Can they get it back on track? Yes, um, but the offense is fundamentally changed without Taylor Lewan out there. So going to be very interesting if Ty Sambrillo can find a way to just step up his play. But I don't see some of the problems they have on offense. I, I don't really see how they can change that drastically going forward. So I'm sure that's not the most optimistic answer. But I don't think that that means the Titans can't win a bunch of games and still go to the playoffs. Uh, going forward, Adioso Baboso. Uh, what's your favorite spicy sauce? Uh, any kind of spicy garlic sauce, wing sauce, or Chinese food, anything spicy garlic is my favorite spicy sauce for sure. What's the main reason for the defensive shortcomings in 2020? Players' poor execution, coaches being let go in the offseason, uh, poor coaching by the new coaches, all of the above. Of course, the answer is all of the above. He wants me to specify percentages. I don't know if I can go as far as to specify percentages, but I can say guys like Jayon Brown, guys like Rashawn Evans, guys like Kevin Byard have not been playing their best, but also some of the technique things I'm noticing that I'm going to talk about on Wednesday and Tuesday, those things are confusing me as well with the way that bodies are being turned, the way guys are being asked to play, this close to the line of scrimmage, off the line of scrimmage. Some of those things are starting to make me question the coaches as well, so they definitely get their their part of the blame. And it does bring us back uh, you know, to some of the moves in the offseason, some of the questions that we have, I'm going to get more into that later on in the season, of course. So all of the above is the answer, and the percentages could vary a little bit here and there. Uh, Matt Dickerson asked me, how did you become a Titans fan? And this is something that I have talked about, but I've gotten a lot of new listeners to the show uh, this year and recently, so it feels like a, a good thing to talk about. So I am from Ohio. But I was a big Buckeyes fan most of my life. And Eddie George, uh, I always wanted to be a running back. Running back was more of a glamour position back when I grew up watching football. Loved Eddie George. And he was on the Titans. I never liked the Bengals or the Browns. Most of my family was Packer fans, which I... I don't hate the Packers. I tend to root for them on the NFC side just because I want my family to be happy, and a lot of my football roots came from there. But the Titans moved to Tennessee. Eddie George was kind of their star player along with Steve McNair. I saw that run to the Super Bowl that, that season with their jerseys. I thought they were awesome, and I was a little kid, and, you know, just kind of it, it captured me. And here, you know, 22 years later, um, uh, I am still stuck with this team and will be for life at this point. So that's my story. Uh, Eddie George and the New Jersey's, the the city move, uh, just captured me as a young young kid anyways. And plus, I wanted the Titans to win that Super Bowl so bad, I argued with all my friends. I'll never forget it, even though I was like eight years old. So uh, can't forget some of that stuff, and it's a lifelong bond that uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys understand very well. And Matt, it looks like you got a kid of your own, and I'm sure that's a, a lifelong bond that uh, they'll be talking about when they grow up as well. So thank you for the question there, Matt. Uh, Ian Fowler says, uh, a lot of we need a DC 
comments out there. Where do you stand on the issue? Is it scheme or players or both? Also, do you drink a 12-pack of Pepsi on game days? Uh, I do drink a 12-pack of Pepsi. Not the whole thing. I mean, not the whole 12-pack. Listen, Pop is um, uh, delicious. Uh, it's maybe not as healthy for you as Built Bar or Built Goat. Uh, that's all I'll say about that. But uh, I try to limit my soda consumption. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, when I get frisky I, uh, on the weekends, I'm not a big alcohol guy. Uh, so, you know, if it's a Friday night, I'll pick up a pizza and maybe a, a couple pops. Uh, and that's me kind of going crazy. Uh, not that, you know, I won't kick back a, a gin and tonic or, you know, a nice uh, Hefeweizen or something like that. I'm not, you know, uh, never going to have a, uh, an alcoholic beverage. I'm not a, against it in any way or anything like that, but just not really a go-to for me. So, yeah, on a Friday night or a big game or on a Sunday, want to kick back, maybe eat some nasty food and have a nice drink, nice tasty beverage. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely drink some Pepsi, but no, not not a whole not a whole 12-pack. Um, and as for your question about the D.C., uh, one, we may need a defensive coordinator. Uh, maybe Shane Bowen isn't the play caller that we need. Maybe we need more of a captain running the defensive ship so that Mike Rabel can focus more on the overall team. Maybe that is something that is hurting. It's really hard to tell with coaching what, what they're being asked to do. You can't know for certain what you see out on tape doesn't make sense to you does it not make sense to you and the actual coaching and technique that they're being taught during practice you can't know that you're not inside the building but it's obvious that certain position groups are playing a lot worse than they did with different coaches the secondary with Coombs now seeing Jim Hazlitt with the inside linebackers they'd have a major drop off in play in the inside linebackers so uh, it is the players playing individually, not playing as well as they need to play, but it's obvious that this coaching staff is not doing as good of a job, and the problem is if you hire a DC, you're basically telling Shane Bowen, hey, you're not good enough to call plays. Mike Vrabel has to say, hey, uh, I'm not really capable of, of being the pseudo DC and the head coach. A lot of people got to look themselves in the mirror for something like that to happen, and are they going to agree schematically, philosophy-wise, with Mike Vrabel on how he wants to run his defense? That's something that, that is interesting to watch so a lot of people say like bring in Wade Phillips or some other names well their defensive schemes don't fit with what the Titans are trying to do whether it's working or not that's another debate but uh you know that that's why I I guess it, it, it I wouldn't call it scheme I would call it techniques that the Titans are being asked to play alignment is questionable for me from the coaching side but players are also not getting the job done as well some of the final questions here are a little more off the beaten path well I guess here's one from Kieran Shaker he says is he close video of Isaiah Wilson looks very lean looks very thin looks to be in great shape looks powerful but I'm not going to get my hopes up I'm just going to let that dude come back whenever he comes back and then uh, the the final few questions here final Three questions. Wow. Okay. Never mind. There are a few other questions I forgot to get to. Zachary Navarrete said, let's say we get the Chiefs again in the playoffs. How do you think the defense will hold up this time around? Without a Dory Jackson, they're in trouble. With a Dory Jackson, I think they have a similar chance because you have Jadavian Clowney and Jeffrey Simmons and Harold Landry who are better players. Maybe they can get a few sacks on uh, Pat Mahomes. Going forward, Slappy says, uh, what is your single greatest moment in Titans history? We need some positive Titans moments to cope here. Uh, I would have to say the the run to the Super Bowl or last year's run, uh, beating Baltimore 
uh, at, in Baltimore when the, the cards were stacked against them. Uh, I think that, that that definitely could be up there, but probably the Super Bowl run and just playing in a Super Bowl was probably the greatest moment in Titans history. Have to go with that. So uh, going to get to these last three questions here. Derek Schuler, what are your thoughts on Eminem? I remember you saying Drake is your favorite rapper. What does Drake have that puts him above other rappers? Uh, Eminem is probably my second or third favorite rapper of all time. Drake and then Lil Wayne and Eminem. Um, so I love Eminem. I think he's one of the most gifted lyricists and storytellers in the history of hip-hop. So I love Eminem, of course. But what sets Drake apart, in my opinion, I, I do a comparison here between rap and basketball, and I always compare LeBron and Drake because LeBron brought the playmaking of a Magic Johnson with the scoring of a Michael Jordan. He may not be as good as either of those guys at either of those, but the combination of both and one player has been incredibly special. We're seeing that from Drake right now. He's blending pop music with hip-hop music in a way that uh, I don't think anybody has done. Definitely no one's done as successfully. So Drake gets a, a big nod there for me because he's blending pop music. He's blending rap music. And I love hip-hop. I love rap. But I also have always enjoyed pop music growing up, listening to Michael Jackson uh, with my mom, listening to his music and things like that. So I always like pop music as well. And uh, combining pop, which is so big, in our culture and hip-hop music, which has gotten so much bigger in our culture together, both of those things. Uh, I think it's made him an incredible blend that we haven't seen before, and like I said, if we have seen it before, hasn't been as successful as we have seen Drake been, and I love that combination. So that's uh, that's where I stand on that. Uh, that's going to do it. For our mailbag, though, going to close down the mailbag. Hopefully, we get into another mailbag before the end of the season. Who knows? It could be in the offseason, but I really appreciate all of you guys sending in questions. Thank you very much. We are going to move into going over some of the reviews you guys have put in onto the show, and I'm very thankful for that, so thank you very much, and I'm going to get to those shout-outs and get to those reviews. Before I do jump into that, though, I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. We had a deal running with Built Bar a while back and you guys sold out their inventory and that was just their 12 original flavors. Now they have six new, even more deliciouser flavors. The caramel brownie, the cookies and cream, the cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. The bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They're great for any health conscious guy or girl. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for for a keto diet, and best of all, even if you took advantage of the promo code the last time we were running it with Built Bar, they have relaunched the promo code so you can take advantage of it again. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order, plus a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. Once again, use promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. is a fan made Monday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. A lot of you guys asked me about where the Titans were in the playoff picture so we went over that to start out our show. Then we dove into your guys' questions in a Monday mailbag so I really enjoyed that but we are going to keep letting you guys grab the steering wheel and drive the show and as I always say 
If you go on Apple iTunes and you leave me a review, preferably five stars, but I mean, tell me how you really feel. I don't want to beg for a a fake rating. I feel like I do a five-star job most of the time, so that's what I should get most of the time, but if you don't feel that way, feel free to let me know, but those five stars will get you a shout-out, and I'll make sure to read your review on the show, and I've been saying that for a while now, and I need to pay off that promise to you guys, so with the Titans not playing over the weekend and us already recapping that game feels like a good opportunity to go ahead and pay off that promise to you guys like I said and we are going to dive into the schematic content and the X's and O's breakdowns like we always do throughout the rest of the week so Monday was just a, a great time to go ahead and pay off some of the debts that I owe to you guys for being such a such a fantastic audience man I, I couldn't really ask for uh for a better family here to talk about the Titans with but diving into this first one comes from Donnie2794. He gave me a five-star review. Phenomenal Titans info. Tyler is awesome when putting out the latest information about the Titans. I look forward to listening to this podcast every weekday when there is a new episode. He gives his honest opinion whether some of his fans want to hear it or not, but regardless, I can count on him keeping it 100% real. He more than holds his own when doing the crossover episodes, and I always compare him to other teams locked on podcast representatives, and I honestly believe we have the best representative in the league. Uh, I hope he continues to give great info about my favorite team in any sport. Keep up the great work, brother. You definitely motivate me. That is very nice. I appreciate it, Donnie. Um, you know, my hero in sports is Kobe Bryant, and he has motivated me throughout my life. So if I could possibly pay that forward by motivating anybody else from talking about the Titans and going over things with passion, then uh, that's all I could ever uh, aspire to do. Next is from Tony209, best host ever. If you aren't listening to this podcast, you're really missing out. Tyler is here five days straight, bringing nothing but fire. Even if there is bad news, Tyler will somehow manage to bring the same level of energy every single episode. Dude is amazing. Can't believe this guy ain't on the NFL Network with this type of analysis he brings. Keep it up, man. Uh, Thanks, Tony. Uh, Maybe one day. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, Just going to keep working hard and doing my best to see what happens. But I definitely do uh, really appreciate that. And the energy level, I'll tell you, you guys appreciate it. A lot of this talks about my energy level. But some of the people closest to me in my life would like me to maybe tone down the energy sometimes. Uh, Never turn it off. Never have. Never will. Uh, Next. Uh, Okinawa Titans fan, mandatory listening for Titans fans. I stumbled across this podcast last season while looking for content on the Titans after hearing insightful and educational commentary. I subscribed immediately. Mush rush, anyone? Tyler's energy and enthusiasm is greatly appreciated. The mush rush, man, and it worked against Josh Allen. So you guys can uh, say whatever you want about my terminology there, where I came from, how to call that three-man rush where you don't pressure the pocket too much. But it worked on Josh Allen. Uh, So I I appreciate the Titans for at least using that, whatever they want to call it. Uh, Next, tighten up from MM12011. Tyler runs a tight ship. Yes, I do. Rule with an iron fist. (laughs) Uh, Cogent analysis and solid football acumen. Best part is his rant. Listen to him. RIP Paul Kaharski, a new one if you are a Titans fan. Worth the price of admission for sure. Also, the price is free. Yes, tighten up, y'all. Yes, the price is free. Uh, But yeah, when, when those stories came out, 
out about the Titans breaking protocol. And they look even worse now with other teams getting fined and punished way more severely. Uh, those articles look just really well done in, in retrospect now. So I think I came out a winner on that topic. Uh, very enjoyable and intelligent. Uh, one, two, three, four Erocs. I really appreciate Tyler's enthusiasm and insight into the game. He's not just a homer giving you the company lines. Thanks. I really try not to be. Uh, love the Titan ups and Titan down segment. Everyone's favorite segment, Titan up, Titan down. Uh, always well prepared for the crossover talk with the other team's hosts. Pretty good information on those days. I think so. I love the crossover conversations. And some of the ones we've been having recently have been really, really good about adding te- Like, I can look up the data. You can look up the data, the stats, and all that. But, you know, I can't watch every single game on film for another team. I just don't have the time in my life to do that. So, the things I see on film, the little tips I pick up from the couple of games I'm able to watch with the stats and then getting the context from the other hosts. Kevin Allstriker was fantastic. So make sure you check out Crossover Thursday this week. It's really, really good. Um, but uh, continuing forward here, great podcast, Tito1456. What up, Tito? If you're a Titans fan, this is the best podcast for you. The fact that we get an episode every day is awesome. Tyler Rowland does a great job on all the topics concerning the Titans. Thank you, Tito. I appreciate it. Great Titans podcast, uh, SNDJ, DNDJ, SJD. Good luck with that. Uh, really enjoy this podcast. Keep up the great work, Tyler. Tighten up. Hey, tighten up, uh, you know, alphabet soup, whatever, whoever you are. Uh, great Titans podcast from Gray Hair Joe. What's up, Joe? Nothing wrong with being a silver fox, buddy. Excellent presentation. Very good details and discussion. Enjoyable to listen to without too much humor or off-subject topics. Overall, great podcast. Well, Joe, you might not like today. Because I've been throwing in plenty of humor, but yeah, I, you know, I try to have a little fun, but we want to talk about the Titans, get the info out there, break down the team. Um, I do call Tic Tac Titans because I focus on the X's and O's, so can't be yucking it up too much, you know. Uh, next. The boy who knows football. Uh, oh, the boy knows his football. Thank you. Uh, to like it heavy is the name here. Great podcast for diehard Titans fans. My boy Tyler knows his football, and it's clear when you listen. To be honest, he should be in Vrabel's pressers. Thank you for what you do, and keep up the good work. Tighten up one day. One day, folks, I will ask Mike Vrabel a question in a press conference. It's coming. Just stick with me. You know, tell your friends. Uh, we'll, we'll make this happen. I got big plans coming up for the rest of eternity, I promise. Uh, next, the best from ZJust11. One thing I've realized after listening to this podcast for over a year now, you are the best host at Locked On. The crossover Thursdays have made me realize this is you are head and shoulders above the other host. Keep it real. You know the game and you say it like it is. Tighten up. That is a great compliment. I love all the other hosts at Locked On, though, so I, you know, I don't want to disparage anybody, but I, I do try to be very prepared. I try to be very professional, make sure that I'm giving good information to the fan base of the other team who only hears my voice once a season at best, maybe once every four years. So I do appreciate that. And I I like being prepared for those best Titans program locked on Titans is number one place for Tennessee Titans news. I appreciate what Tyler does and bring news and updates every day. And I hope he can keep it going for seasons to come. That's from one Titan. And I certainly hope we can do this for seasons to come. Thank you. Um, that uh, that boogie thirty seven. I enjoy this pod. Uh, thanks. 
I'll take that. King Ted, 811. I listen to a lot of football podcasts, but Locked on Titans with Tyler Rowland is the best. He always has interesting content, and he keeps his listeners engaged even in the offseason. He works especially hard to make sure he puts out a pod every day, even if it means he stays up until 2 a.m. after a game. Yes, like the Broncos game. My Lord, I don't want to do that anymore, but I will if it means getting you guys your uh, daily Titans podcast. Staying up on Thursday night was pretty miserable, too. I was upset halfway through the fourth quarter. I just started getting things going. I was so mad. Uh, so I appreciate that, though, King Ted. And the last one here is from T Houser 11 Best Titans podcast. Always enjoy Tyler's analysis of the Titans, both on the field and from a front office perspective. Fans can get too emotional and irrational about the team. No way. Never. But Tyler does a great job keeping everything in perspective. Thanks for all the work you do. Thank you, T Houser, and thank you all of you guys. I'm so blessed to have all you guys in my life and be able to do this show with you every day, and that's why I wanted to take this opportunity to kind of pay off all you guys and pay off some of the debts that I had made and the promises that I had made. So thank you very much for the mailbag questions. Thank you very much for the five-star reviews. Later on in the season, I will find a way to work in another mailbag to work in more reviews. Uh, So keep giving those to me. The show is free. All I ask is follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titan. Subscribe to the show on whatever platform you do stream and throw me a five-star review if you do listen on Apple Podcasts. But that's going to do it for me today. Tomorrow is a Tic Tac Tuesday. Make sure that you subscribe. Follow me on Twitter. I'm going to have some excellent content from an X's and O's perspective tomorrow, breaking down some schematic things, doing our Tic Tac four-pack as well, breaking down the four most impactful plays from the Titans' loss to the Indianapolis Colts. It's a big week, a big game ahead. The Titans really got to kick it into gear after going on a little bit of a one-and-three skid here. Need to turn the season around, and when they do it, I'll be breaking it all down here on the Locked on Titans podcast. So, as always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.